Uh, so we can do a little chit chat. I just got to set up one thing. I didn't check the prop. I didn't check the sheet for today. Is there another prop that we're going for today, or uh, are we able to riff today? I think we should just riff, and then if we ever get to a point where we're like out of things to talk about, which I don't think will happen with us, uh, we can go and. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a good idea too. And it's like, because we talked about it on Monday too, kind of doing the opposite of, of structure. Just, yeah. Anybody, I don't know, I don't know about you, but like, I'm, I'm standing up. I'm already feeling like a little bit more energy too. So that's great. I think uh, I'm not standing up. I wish I was standing up. Maybe I should go somewhere and stand up. Well, I don't think I can. I mean, we're recording another one next week, right? So, I mean, we got to have different variables just. We could always just try something different. Like today, I was just figured I was going to stand up and, you know, yeah, just for the energy part. Um, yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like this is something that like listeners might be interested in. Like, not as much like, I'm a very philo philosophical person, for better or for worse. And this, it's not on me, but. <laughs> this idea of of like having goals that we're kind of like working towards like we want to we want to get good at this this podcast show thing we want to flex these muscles we want to uh get better at like i want to get better at telling stories and so we kind of have an idea of what we're going for but we don't know there's no like clear path to get there uh practice we know will help and so we're we're doing well at the practice thing we're on what, like episode five now about something like that. And so we're we're kind of like put charging forward, but I like how we're already like changing it up, you know? Like every episode we do something different. Every episode we we rethink how we're how we're going towards our goals. And like I'm stoked for this episode because it's like from our discussion last last time about just like feeling like a little stifled by the prompt, like Let's set ourselves free and see what happens. So I'm stoked about this. Yeah, you know, and I think the funny thing with, I guess, the, I, by the way, those listening and Craig might already know this. I tend to say, oh, it's funny. And I really mean to say the interesting thing. I think when I was younger, I was I was told, you shouldn't always say interesting when you're talking. So I think I just substituted it with, you know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> so what's funny is that you hear a lot when people talk about podcasts that they enjoy, it's almost as if they're just having a conversation. But then when you talk to podcast producers, possibly because that's also their occupation, that's their career, they say, oh, it's so much more serious than that. You know, there's so much that goes into it. I think there's truth to both sides, but uh, today we're, we're trying to make it, we, we, we're kind of like, made the environment for today to be a conversation even if we lose structure because even though we had the structure before we technically had structure before but it still felt like we were stifled hard to put words to it though but we, we talked about it in our reflection episode yeah yeah it's interesting you say that i was listening to a podcast yesterday uh about cars and it's very much free-flowing like the the host is a really good host and he basically his co-hosts or his guests like they're like regular guests spike this is spike's car radio that i mentioned in the, in episode one or two 
the host is very good at kind of keeping the conversation flowing despite it being totally unhinged. Like sometimes it goes to crazy places like like jokes flying, all that, but he's very good at kind of like guiding this group of like random car enthusiasts in a, in a direction. And he kind of does that by like having touch points. Like he'll be like, these are like six things I want to talk about today, which I kind of like. Like maybe that's like a future iteration that we try. Like we each show up to this conversation with like, uh, with like a few things that like happened in the week or that we thought were interesting that we read or watched and kind of touch on and, and talk about together. So maybe we try that in the future. But the reason I bring this up is that Jerry Seinfeld was, is one of the people that joins this, uh, joins this podcast and he Jerry does love his cars. That is one thing I do know about him. Yeah. yeah. He said in the podcast that he, he, he only likes to do things 10 out of 10. So when he collects cars, he does a 10 out of 10. When he does stand up, he does a 10 out of 10. When he does shows or movies, he does a 10 out of 10, which I thought was like, that's a great attitude. I'm going to try to try to adopt that. But one thing he said is that interesting conversation is hard. And a lot of people don't think about that. Like that's such a simple thing. You know, it's like, like one thing that we're trying to produce here is interesting conversation. And we thought a prompt might help. And now we learned that the prompt isn't great for us. So we'll try without the prompt. But it's kind of like, it's like, I feel like, like trying really hard to produce something simple, you know, interesting conversation, but maybe it's not simple. A couple good one-liners there. Trying really hard to produce something simple or to create something simple. I think that's a nice way to think about it too, because from my perspective, I've mentioned this, I think, in an earlier episode or an earlier reflection. Is Actually, I mentioned it in our episode one in the hot tub. And by the way, if you're listening to this, you didn't see the video. I kid you not, we, we did have a video, uh, and it's, on, it's probably on YouTube as you're listening to this right now. Uh, so if you want to get a kick out of that, the audio was not half bad, actually. We had some wireless mics. It, it could have been way worse in our humble opinion. Though vibes were good. That cr- cr- Craig and I were in person for that one. So it kind of just rolled nicely. So the Coronas uh, we, didn't hurt either. Yeah, that's true. That that That's true. <laughs> we, we, we kept ourselves honest. We kept ourselves honest because we're not sponsored by them yet. So we didn't want to, you know, go over the top with it, obviously. I think right. I even turned I turned the label around, I think, once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The the beards, not the coronas. Oh uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Undisclosed beverage. Undisclosed. Uh, I actually uh a lot of thoughts rocking around today. Uh, I'm just taking a quick look at time. Our recording, we're about eight minutes in. I I personally feel pretty good. I, I feel uh a bit more energetic today, but there's several variables. Craig and I talked about this last time. Um, I decided that I want to stand up for this episode. I just find that I have more energy when I'm standing up. It probably goes back to the doing improv stuff. It's always get on your feet, even when you don't know what you're going to say. Just get on your feet. You'll, you'll kind of walk and talk your way into it. Uh, a little bit of that. Um, fun fact, actors will walk. There's a phrase. It might be that phrase. Uh, in acting, that you, you, you like walk your way into your lines. So instead of like just sitting down like a good schooled 
uh, uh, like good school children trying to learn your lines. You just you have to walk it out and to kind of build that mind body connection. Because when you're in the moment, you're you know, yes, there's blocking in a scene, and all it knows you don't know what blocking is when you're um, in a scene on stage or and especially in the movies um, on film. You know, you'll have lines you have to walk. You know, like to make sure you stay in the camera angle. But you can't be so rigid with like the rest of your body. Like, yeah, you have to follow that general direction. So that's why it's good to walk in, like get your body. Um, there's a really good phrase. And I think the closest way I'm getting to it is you got you to like teach your body the lines so that you can have more organicness, impromptu movements, you know, real like actually responding as opposed to just saying the line that's like a weird thing in acting it's really hard to do people think acting super easy i have so much respect for actors it's so hard <laughs> yeah with that walking thing I, I feel like one of the reasons when i'm trying to memorize something like the act of memorizing gets in the way of the memorization so if i'm walking then that kind of removes like the the self the self-manufactured uh, blocks and kind of allows my brain to just be like, oh yeah, I can get this, no problem. Right. I, memorization, I don't know about you, how do you feel about memorization? Like, are you, are you, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I'm, I, uh, I feel like I was not naturally inclined to memorize, but then I've also just continued to tell myself I'm bad at memorizing, you know, power of the mind. If, you know, if I just keep telling myself I'm bad at it, I'll probably continue to be bad at it, I'm assuming. But I have a weird thing where I remember movie lines. I remember other people's lines more so than I remember my own line, which is this weird, this weird thing. I, uh, Craig, I don't know if I ever told you this, but when I had to give a speech way back in the day, uh, leaving high school, going to college, I used several movie quotes in my in my speech very much in my personality but it was just funny like knowing the quote and yes there was a little bit of mandela effect craig are you familiar with that uh no you know what that is so Mand mandela effect I, honestly i don't know like the story around why it's called the mandela effect i'm assuming it's nelson mandela i just don't know like what story or or what have you but basically if you think of the most obvious one is if you take The Empire Strikes Back, the second of the original Star Wars, the fifth in the chronological order, everyone says, Luke, I am your father. Luke, I am your father. The actual line is not that line. It's like a different order of words. It happens in movies all the time. I've actually, uh, there's an inside joke in my family where I, I'll, I'll quote these comedy lines, but they're usually like a little bit off. And what happens is, Craig, have you ever had this when you, when you tell someone something super funny and then you show them the, the thing that you thought was funny and then it's like it hits, it, it, uh, it dies. It doesn't like make anyone laugh at all. Yeah. Actually, because of the Mandela effect, because you, you, you say the words that make it funnier in your head, you say the words that make it more dramatic in your head. Like there's probably lines in Batman that also have like a Mandela effect. If we went through it, like there's probably a Joker line that people say it's one way because it's more like kind of jokery, creepy, and then there's the actual like script. <laughs> so, so I I did a quick Google and fun fact: 
Uh, it's called the Mandela Effect because everyone thinks that Nelson Mandela died in the 80s when he actually died in 2013. Wow. Which is a great example of the actual Mandela Effect. It's like that the crowd memory, the crowd collective memory was slightly off from from reality. Yeah. Oh, that that it's like forty years. That's you know thirty forty years there. <laughs> Maybe that one's not slightly off, but like the the like the Skywalker one, like oh yeah, yeah. great one. You know that's one word off. Like it's yeah. Luke versus no. I think no. I am your father. Yeah, but it's just weird how I guess it's like a snowball effect. When it got when it was popular, people just started quoting it a certain way, and it just never stopped. Yeah. How else? Well, it's not like people said it. I guess it's possible people said it right at first, and then over time, you know, nostalgia builds in. You kind of like start telling yourself what's more interesting, more dramatic, arguably more funny. Depends who you're talking to with that line with Star Wars, right? That's been spoofed many a time. <laughs> yeah, and it's also like it makes it more relevant, right? It's like. When you say, Luke, I am your father, everyone knows the movie you're talking about, the scene you're talking about, the characters that were involved. It's like super clear. But if you said, no, I am your father, like maybe a couple diehard fans would know what you're talking about, but it's like, so like, that's like that effect probably creates the Mandela effect in itself. You know, it's like, like it wouldn't be a collective memory if it didn't have the correct context and correct power to become a memory. For like, no... Can you, say, I, can you say it one more time? Can you say it one more time? I'm trying to let that sink in. Yeah, so it, in order for the Mandela... So the Mandela effect is when the, like, society's memory of something is off from reality. And so in order to have the Mandela effect, you need to have a collective memory of something. And... If, in order for a collective memory to be formed, it has to have the correct context, be entertaining enough, be whatever, have that magic that it catches on with everybody. And so uh, maybe, like, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, it's like something probably has to be a little bit different than reality in order to be remembered. And then once it's remembered, it's the Mandela effect. Huh. You know, it's the thing I like most about this episode right now that we're doing is who would have thought we would be talking about the Mandela effect 14 minutes in? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What do you think? Uh, I mean, we're technically, we didn't discuss today, but we've been trying to keep our episodes under 30 minutes. I'm still down to do that. That gives us 15, so, you know, within 10 minutes and then we start wrapping it up for that like five minute close by the way that it's funny now because it's a podcast and people might see me doing this but i feel like i'm speaking to the audio listener here <laughs> the um it's been um it's been interesting to it's been surprising to find out how we or at least i can only speak for myself on this part how i thought these shows were going to go and then how they're actually going it's not bad or good. It's just like, it's just different. You know, like we go into an episode and it, it's almost like when people talk about creating content and they say the post that they thought was going to absolutely, in Gen Z language, slap. Post going to slap. 
and then it just falls flat. And then the one where you like write it like on the subway or like walking your dog or like, like doing your laundry, something random, you just kind of thumb it into your phone. That's the one that hits. And I almost wonder if our, if, if this show is something we want to do because we want to, yes, we have, we have our goals that we've talked about that are under the umbrella of storytelling, getting better, building storytelling skills. But if it's not fun, it might be hard to like commit to that storytelling skill building. So I wonder if our structure is going to be more the what I was just referring to, like that kind of rhythm. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. One thing that like stands out about what you said, which I think is like spot on for for the podcast is that like or for this show is that things like are very different than what we expected them to be. And one thing that I was writing in my journal this morning, Randy's about to hold up his journal. There you go. <laughs> one thing I was writing in my journal this morning was like the importance of just starting with the first step. And I feel like this, like what you, this, this show, what you just said, that is such a great example of that. Cause it's like, if you take all the time in the world to plan it out perfectly and you have every step and you like start and then you start it to execute, you're going to end up like having some roadblock or some, uh, or you don't, you're not having fun doing it one way. And so you have to change. And so then you've just wasted all that time doing all the planning and everything. And what you really should have done is just taken step one, like, like you and I did, you know, we like took step one of like recording an episode in the hot tub and then took step two to like schedule a remote one the next week. And like, now we're doing something totally different, but we're still making progress towards, towards, uh, towards our goals. Yes. I like it. I like it. Some thoughts like that are not knocking around for me here, but I, I can, uh, they're going to continue just knocking around. Did you, you had more you want to say there, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's just like, like, it's very easy to conceptually think about like taking one step instead of planning out a whole journey. But like, it's pretty rare that you come across like an example that you're living like in, in the present. And so I just wanted to like call that out. It's like, like how often have you been like this, like this philosophical conceptual thing that I think about regularly is actually happening right now. Like very often it's in hindsight, but that doesn't count. It's very meta. I think maybe we should only host this show on meta. <laughs> this way, this way it can be a meta original and we don't even have to like try to sell it. Just obviously going to be meta because there you go. Talk about meta stuff. No, if it's YouTube original, you know, it can't be a, a TikTok original or a Snapchat original, you know? No. I know Snapchat does them. I don't know if TikTok does originals yet. Uh, I don't know. You, Greg might know. I don't know. I'm not a TikTok user. Not yet. You're not. You might be on TikTok with this show and not even have your login. There you might go. Might be one of those situations. I know. I hope so. I hope I, I hope I get famous on TikTok without even trying. Yeah, exactly. All right. So. That felt very fast paced, but I'd be curious if our listeners, actually, if you're listening to this right now, I guess you can't leave a comment if you're listening on your podcast player, but if you're watching this, most likely on YouTube, drop us a comment. Let us know how did the rhythm of that first, that was 20 minutes of footage 
the actual episode might be less based on what was cut out. But just let me, let us know how is the rhythm of that first twenty minutes of of raw footage, because uh, it felt very different for me. For me, in a good way. I just feel a little bit more alive this episode. I have a couple ideas as to why. I don't know if maybe Craig, I should just save that for our reflection episode or next week's episode. Do you have some thoughts on that? Yeah, I think we should discuss those in the reflection. Let's keep vibing for another ten. Okay. So, let me ask you this, Randy. Oh boy, oh boy, I'm on the I'm in the hot seat now, baby. What's one thing you learned this week? Uh, one thing I learned this week is that uh, I have a tendency. I, I had a very deep self awareness around my. I'm not going to use the word overthink. That's what it is, but it's like. Thinking excessively, thinking in circles, thinking in, but it, it's weird when you finally get the self-awareness because you kind of know it, but then you kind of forget over time and then something comes up. But when you actually like sit with it for just like just long enough, it's like, yep, I'm overthinking that one. <laughs> because I feel like for me, until I break that barrier, it's like, oh, I, I thought about it the perfect amount of time, but like. There was something I was trying to wrap my head around this week, and I feel like I sat with it just a little too long. Where I was like, "I learned that uh, some pe- maybe it's going back to the eighty twenty rule, but like just you know, some people say good is better than perfect." Uh, there's I actually wrote in my email newsletter this past week uh, this guy named Sahil Bloom. He had a more nuanced way to say that, which was nice because he's kind of he's very. It's funny, Craig, that you brought the philosophical side that you're interested in because he's very, from what I've read, he he has his own fund. Uh, he's got pretty popular on, actually very popular on Twitter and, and LinkedIn. But he's very into like the philosophical side. So you get some of that nuance, which is nice, especially in like a newsletter, like a five-minute read type thing. And I was just thinking about that. Full circle for me. Cool. Yeah, I feel like like what's the alcohol anonymous thing like awareness is the first step to to like action or whatever i don't know there's some uh succinct phrase there that probably listeners are screaming at their 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 device right now but uh, <laughs> but i let us in comments comment it below teach us teach yeah, us exactly i think that like self-awareness is like so incredibly powerful and when you get a moment like that where you like like light bulb moment this is self-awareness that's so cool i love when that happens can't plan for it unfortunately it just kind of happens when it happens yeah yeah exactly (laughs) and then like like the next time you're like potentially overthinking you're probably more likely to recognize it but it will be less of a like fun uh light bulb moment so the light yeah. bulb moments are truly like on like some of the first times you have awareness around something, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, Craig, I have a question for you, but in the sake of not stealing your question and sending it back to you, I'm going to ask a slightly different question. So we're recording this episode on a Friday. We've done a lot of our episodes. We haven't done any of our episodes on a Friday. We've done some Mondays, some Tuesdays, some Wednesdays. So this is the first time we're recording on a Friday. 
which is going to probably play a role in my reflection. <laughs> well, I guess I'm te- I guess I'm, it's, in, it's stuck in my head. But what was something you did this past week or since our Monday recording that, that was different? Like, was there, any, was there anything this week that was different about past weeks? Let's see. So the last few weeks, I've been a little bit sick. And so this week, one like pretty basic thing that's been different over the last couple is I've gotten more into my normal workout routine. So that's been been super nice. Uh, working out more in the morning, so I get it out of the way. I feel great the rest of the day. So that's a that's a great one. Another one, um, which is a little different this week, is uh, at work. I am having some managerial issues. Uh, I won't get into the details, but this week was full of, uh, not full of, but had some moments of making sure that I had my uh, T's crossed and I's dotted in case in case I had to explain myself. And I, one thing that I learned this morning talking to a colleague about this is like, I haven't fully thought thought through this, but it's along the lines of like, creating a moat around your value it's like like at work i have worked really hard to make sure i'm like a subject matter expert of certain aspects of my work and network with people across the company and make sure that my brand is one of positivity and progress like productivity and so that and what i realized today is like what that means, like that's hard, hard work over a long period of time. But what that means is when it counts, you've got it. You know, you have the, your, your value at the company has a moat around it. You know, it's kind of untouchable uh, to a certain extent. Um, and so I, I was kind of thinking about that and like, how can I uh, keep building that moat and like for my next role or whatever, uh, build that moat more quickly. I also, I, I apologize if there's a clickety clackety in the audio. I've been taking some footnotes. There's a footnotes feature on the recording and I, I wrote creating, creating a moat around your value, uh, by CLK. <laughs> so I like the, I like the way you put that. Also, I've never, I love when someone puts like visual imagery around something that really helps me kind of, it gives me the visual and then I can start subbing in the details to that which is i mean i think you're using like a, a rhetorical device by the way so that's that's very good <laughs> um, so that to me could open up like a a whole episode worth it almost sounds like actually uh, craig let me know if you agree or disagree with this it almost sounds like that could be a series of episodes where we talk about what i don't know whether or not we do this maybe we don't but it's like not organizational psychology, but like uh, like workplace consultants. You know, like there's there's so much conversation around like what's the best way to operate in the workplace? What's the best way to manage your team? What's the best way to be a part of a team? What's the best way to talk to your manager? Like there's so much. Like for me, I see a lot of people on LinkedIn and I never totally understand what they do like 100%, but it's always around like how to make work better or like the future of work is, is a, as a tagline that's used a good amount and yeah. what you made me think of was like with the moat I'm thinking like growth mindset 
it's like holding two things in 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 tandem right like because growth mindset it's like the nice thing to say but at a certain point you have to kind of like know what what you already are bringing to the table like you already have evidence for certain things you don't and it's it's i don't know i find that topic interesting in particular i don't know if you were totally going that direction but it made me think of how do you hold us to a balance like constantly growing but also like i have evidence i, I am currently well above average at this thing <laughs> yeah you know yeah and that's a great point i think that like i totally agree with you that it seems like those two like in typical like build your brand uh marketing and education like kind of feels like those two are at, at odds but i think they're i think they're really not because like there's a bunch of people at at my current company and i think i i might be able to include myself in this of they're like people that like don't you know don't know everything you know that they don't have all the answers a lot of them are like pretty early in their career like they're not going to be able to like have the perfect answer when you ask them a question right off the bat but like if they have the time and and uh resources to really engage with something they can like they can come up with a pretty darn good answer you know like produce something great just by engaging with it and, and leveraging that growth mindset so it's almost like and then the extension of that is building in that new knowledge into something that they know and is solid that they can answer with a good answer right away and so it's kind of like like by maintaining the growth mindset you then are continually adding to this like stockpile of things you know about. And because you can be trusted to leverage the growth mindset to get things done, then you're more likely to be consulted in general. And then you're more likely to have a brand of like productivity, like like a super, super power within your within your organization. Damn, superpower in your organization. That is uh, a tagline if I ever heard one. <laughs> there's a there's a common one, 10x engineer, which uh, I think probably most like software people would know. Maybe most engineers would know, but it it basically is like an engineer that can do ten times the work of an average engineer. You know, it's funny when you maybe we're thinking the same thing, but when I heard 10x engineer, I'm thinking the. Maybe we're saying the same thing, but I heard I'm hearing it as whatever the salary is of the engineer, it's almost as if their value is 10 of that. Like like if they had to go like hire so a team or a process to get that done, it would be that salary times 10. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. It's that's just like another way of saying it. It's like okay. you could hire 10 average engineers or hire one 10x. Mm. Right. Okay. I like your idea of doing I like your idea of doing a series of an episode or a series of episodes about stuff like this because I think like there is a lot of interest in it. Like I think if you think uh with an entrepreneurial mindset, you're thinking about problems, right? Like pain points in people's lives that you can address. And everyone, almost everyone, works. So that's a huge market. And then on top of that, almost everyone has something they don't like about their job or they want to be better at their job. There's something about their job, you know? And so like the idea of 
kind of targeting that need with with tips or with with episodes like that's like entrepreneurship at its finest almost and i think that's why so many people do it on linkedin and stuff like around this subject matter yeah like i feel like there's a lot of youtube channels and like and linkedin posts about like how to be a good employee like how to how to be promoted faster or whatever yeah no you I think you're right. I think there is a lot of that. And I don't know like what the top, like the actual umbrella is. Like we talked about our, our goals for this show in the beginning. It's under the storytelling umbrella. I don't even know like what to call the umbrella. I just know it exists. <laughs> yeah. It's like workplace improvements, but that doesn't even sound right. That sounds like you're making improvements at a factory, like <laughs> to make it run better, you know? Yeah. You know what I want to, how I think about it, which broadens it a little bit is... Uh, how to function. It's like just so simple. It's like it could be in your workplace or in your relationships or or in your life. But I think there's just like like a lot of things that like that all add up to like functioning as who you want to be better. Mm. That's a good point. That's a good point. You say function. I might say operate. And it's like roughly the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I feel like, I mean, I know we're like basically up for time today, but uh, that was kind of interesting. Like we started off, I feel like we started off like, like really like, not that it was comedy in the beginning, but it almost had like, it, to me, it had that improv comedy feel. And then we ended up hitting on like a pretty, I don't know, I think a pretty uh, important like a light word to say, I think it's more of a a very pertinent topic that is not that funny. But maybe we could bring some humor to it to 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 uh, with some stories of. I guess it would depend how much people are willing to share in terms of like the experiences they've had at work. But the the truer to the better. Like Reddit, you get the real stories. It's like Reddit's like glass door on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be interesting. It, it would be entertaining, even if it's not funny. Yeah. I think. I so. I agree. And I think to the idea of of improving ourselves, you know, like I think like bringing these things up and talking about them and talking about our own experiences, like even if like nobody learns anything other than us, like I bet we'll learn a bunch. Yeah. I think so. I think so. I think we will because I think we've already learned a little bit from our other episodes where maybe they were a little less meaty. This feels like there might be some meat. Uh, or at least it's a, maybe I'm just surprised by it. Like, I'm like, oh, like, wow, I didn't, I had no idea we were going to go this direction today, but that was kind of the point. So I'm just kind of working through that thinking as well. But I like it. Cool. Do you want to, do you want to summarize a little bit and take us home? How do I summarize today? I don't even remember what we talked about, so I'm glad we're doing this instead of me. I, I know. I have to do it, though, because Craig's done it several times in the last so many episodes. So I have to get my big boy pants on, just like Will Ferrell says in, uh, I think it's the other guy. He's like, put your big boy pants on? You got to put your big boy pants on. <laughs> Gator needs his gat. No, never mind. Never mind. If you know what I'm quoting, just leave a comment. Let me know. If you actually don't know I'm quoting, if you don't know, just let this, just let this go gracefully. 
uh, by your ears and by your eyes, I guess, depending <laughs> on where how you're listening or watching this. So when I go to the summary for today, the easiest way for me to do it is actually to start with the end. So we ended up getting to a point where we touched on this bigger topic of, uh, Craig put it as like how to function. We had the context in work, but it's a bigger, it's a broader application in relationships, in life, one-to-one, in groups, just how to function. And I might say something along the lines of how to operate. That felt like a very different episode from the beginning. Almost like when we had the first episode, we felt like we got two episodes out of it. At the time we're recording this, we're not totally sure yet. But yet, to summarize this, it felt like it's hard for me to summarize today because I don't know where the transition happened between like topic one and topic two. But I, the best way I could put it is we started out giving ourselves permission to riff. Pace was up. Energy was up. Jokes jokes were made. And then I almost felt like we got, it allowed us to get grounded and centered. And then we were like, just we just followed our, this is not a phrase, but like our serious curiosity, like something that was more, our, our, our mindful curiosity that where we didn't, I don't know. Today felt like an episode where we started off like an improvisational show and then we moved into just like grounded. What are we feeling like talking about now? Beginning was just get the energy up. Now the energy's up. Where are we going? That's what today felt like. Yeah, I, I think that that's a great summary especially of like the vibe, you know, like that's totally what happened. I think one interesting uh, connection between the beginning, uh, like you said, and the the later parts is at the beginning when we were talking about the podcast format and started riffing, one thing that came up is like improving how we do the podcast. And then at the end, we were talking about improving how you operate, improving how you function. And it's kind of interesting how like one is a very specific context with a like an example that we're all living in right now. And the other is a kind of more abstract idea that came from a totally different context, but they're kind of similar ideas. So it's kind of cool that like through this roller coaster of a of an arc of this episode, uh, we kind of kind of came full circle. You know what? That, that was good. I think you, you put a nice thread. You put a nice thread in there. I wasn't seeing the thread, but I feel like you found it. So that's that's that was helpful for me. It was also shorter, which I appreciated. <laughs> All right. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We still don't technically have a name for this show. I'm probably going to run a few names by Craig in the reflection because uh, there's actually a title to this recording where I actually put part of the name. Craig hasn't asked me about it yet, so we'll see. We'll see what he says, and maybe we'll talk about it on the next episode or um, unlikely next episode, probably just within the next few. Cool. All right. Thanks again, guys. See you in the next one. Thanks, everybody.